0: Yeah. We, when we were doing like summer festivals, <laughs> we, were <doing> like <laughs> we were doing like summer festivals. I would be in like my pajamas. I just rolled out of a bunk and be like, right, let's go.
1: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place.
3: You're listening to Sapnin' Podcast. Sapnin! Sapnin! You are listening to episode 147 of Sapnin' Podcast with myself, Sean Smith, and my good friend,
4: Morgan The Organ Richards. Yes, it's me, Morgan Richards. And ironically, this podcast is going to provide some closure to an individual who's constantly making waves in alternative music from the ground up.
3: Right, well, that works this time. Yeah, it was nice as well. It It does work very well, but it does sound like... To anybody who doesn't know, this might be your first time ever listening to this happening, uh, number one, thank you. Please check out all the other episodes, they're really good. Morgan puts puns in to do with the bands and artists or whatever we have on. So it didn't sound like he's really bad at reading, he was just reading (laughs) song titles and puns he'd pre-written. So, um, did that work very well? Yes, yes, yes. But anyway, yes, this week's guest... Is um, Blood Youth frontman, former mm-hmm. frontman now? Oh, but the wonderful Kaya Tarsus. What a lovely, lovely chap.
4: So this is a very unique conversation that we're lucky enough to be trusted with. Since 2014, Kaya has been the vocalist and a founding member of UK hardcore metal titans Blood Youth. They got a lot of attention early on with their EPs, became a household name with the two records that's out so far and touring relentlessly throughout Europe. But just recently, leading up to Slam Dunk 2021, Kaya announced that those festival appearances will be his last with the band due to some very personal and mental health struggles. And we were offered the chance to speak with him moments, literal moments after stepping off stage for the final time with Blood Youth backstage at Slam Dunk Festival South in Hatfield. The fact that we could be trusted with something so emotionally raw like this really means a lot to us and we wanted to give Kaya a platform to let everything out while telling some incredible stories. I feel we're becoming the go-to place for uh, band breakups and band members leaving. We've obviously documented your struggles post the blackout, Sean. Um, yeah. I know it's... a. Uh, obviously it's a different circumstance, but you know how hard it can be stepping away from a band like this.
3: Yes, yeah, it's um, yeah, fair play to him. Um, it takes a lot of balls, a lot of bollocks, and um, yeah, it must have been fucking really hard because yeah, I can't imagine it. Like it's something, especially like well, he gets into it. I won't ruin it, but yeah, he talks about how much band and music has been a part of his life and. Yeah, this was a really heartfelt and emotional chat and I am very, very thankful to Kaya and to the Blood Youth team for letting us have this. um, Yeah, there's a lot of things I wasn't expecting to hear and stuff. Yeah, he's worded it beautifully and what better time than now to change over when he's feeling how he's feeling. So, um, yeah, thank you very much to Kaya again for trusting us with this. We fucking love seeing him. We've had him on. 2003's episode before this and what a chap so good luck with everything that he does in the future I'm sure he'll fucking smash it like he smashed Blood Youth I'm very very excited to see what's next for him
4: yes definitely and as you said I very much appreciate the whole team for trusting us so much with something like this but I do need to stress this isn't the end of Blood Youth Kaya has left on good times They've been releasing new music, leading to an album drop together very soon. And it's just that officially he is now no longer part of the band going forward. But he's going to be telling us everything to do with that and talking about his final moments on stage, to how he's changed as a person in recent years, why this record is a golden gem for him, ridiculous tour journeys, dog shit, and how... He got approval from the members of Rage Against the Machine.
3: Oh, you're killing me like dog
4: shit. And one of our favourite topics to always talk about with your favourite bands, dog shit. Oh, Oh, no, but it's it's such a, a, a... Emotionally driven conversation. And thank you again to Kaya and everyone from Blood Youth for letting this happen. Uh, we won't go on too much longer because we want to get straight into it. But just a reminder, as always, if you enjoy what me and Sean do with this podcast, head over to our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash sapling. loads of extra bonuses on there. There's a wonderful community of friends you can make. And it's just a good jolly that helps us continue this thing each and every week. Give us a follow, a tweet, a message, whatever on our social media pages at Pod.
3: At SAWPENINPOD, that's 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 at okay, S-A-W-P-E-N-I-N-P-O-D. Okay, okay, you, you, can, you can move on now Sorry, I wasn't ready in the beginning. Uh. I was just <laughs> had a sip of coffee and you, you started that, and then uh, I thought if I do it a couple of extra times, that'll make up for the blunder. Right, okay,
4: okay, yes, but make sure you stay tuned in to the right to the end of the episode as well because we've had busy weeks personally with some stories we're going to be sharing after the conversation but enough about us this is a platform for kaya thank you so much for taking the time check this out backstage from slam dunk festival 2021
3: just off stage still warm to the touch still sweaty <laughs> still emotional after his gig thank you very much kaya and something, lovely chat.
0: Sapnend, Sapnin. Sapnin. Sapnin.
3: Sapnin. Yay. Yay. Yes, yes. Our guest at this time is uh, Blood Youth frontman
4: Kaya. Well, well. As of uh, about oh. half an hour, an hour half, ago, yeah. uh, former, I'm yeah. former now. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Does well. that feel weird to say already?
0: It does. It feels. It feels strange to say, but to be honest with you. Uh, I I told Chris about what was going on in February of this year. Oh well, okay. and I know the day was the second of February because it was the hardest conversation I've ever had to have in my life. Um, And uh, so I I, it sounds weird to say I made my peace with it a while back. Um, Being on stage obviously made it all real because it was always just an idea. Just this thing that was happening and happening. And like I said, since February. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, But no, obviously this band has been in my life for so long I've been, a part, I've been there since day one. Uh, so, of course, it's, it's it's weird now. I feel like I've just come out of, like, a marriage. I've <laughs> yeah. the divorce papers. <laughs> Literally. Literally,
4: yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, we appreciate you taking the time for this, man. Okay. Because uh, if, you're not, if people listening to this are not aware and they're thinking, what the fuck's going on in the background? We're backstage at Slam Dunk Festival. You've just played your last show with Blood Youth. Um, first, straight off the bat, how are you feeling right now? Like, what's the, what's going through your mind, stepping off stage? And and being out of the band now. It's it's so strange because
0: uh, our like team is over there, like our management and uh, press and all that stuff like that. And and I'm just stood there like looking like ah, I'm like the odd one out now. I feel, <laughs> I feel weird. now. Is there anything like, for me, guys? Any, is there anything anything for me to do? <laughs> you don't want me to do it? Like, that's fine. Um, so now like. Chris is over there now. He's got to do it all now. But um, yeah, it, it, it's, it's strange. It'll settle in once I'm, I'm back home tonight and I'm like sitting on the sofa watching Game of Thrones being like, what, what am I going to do now? <laughs> like, yeah.
3: What did I do? To- oh, I did that today. Uh, yeah. yeah. well, yeah, we were talking just before we started recording. And um, yeah, so how,
0: how was the show for you? Show was... Uh, when we got here, I was looking at the stage and I was thinking, okay... Uh, yesterday was so sick hometown show where we're from leeds and stuff um and then i start seeing tweets saying like the gates aren't open yet and it's 10 minutes to go before we're going on and i'm just there like don't do this to me but <laughs> like don't do this to me i was i was thinking the man- stage managers were going to come over and be like you've got one song or something like that i don't know and then i looked at the stage again and there was low the whole tent was full so it, it was an amazing show um and it's, it's just you know it, it hit home on the last song I was like mm. oh this is it this is the last one don't fuck up <laughs> like,
3: <Yeah>. was, <laughs> almost... there any, uh, was there any tears because I know I was I yeah was,
0: we, it, we got a bit emotional uh, yeah. and, uh, we had a nice hug um, but the thing is I, I'm obviously I'm, I'm stepping away from the band but I'm, I'm, these guys I'm going to know them forever so it's not like you know there was, the beauty of this is beauty I guess is a weird word there's no beef there's no drama there's no weird shit going on it's just you know my. it's time for the next chapter of this band sort yeah. of thing is that what it
3: is was it you just deciding oh, I'm going to try something else or I just want yeah, to yeah I, I think
0: time"? obviously with like the pandemic and stuff like we all went through our own little nightmare literally every person in the fucking world um and when we recorded this out the new we've got a new album coming out and uh we recorded it february 2020 and then when we got back the week we got back everyone went into lockdown so we've just been sat on this new album for a year and a half now or longer um so when you're just like i don't have a degree i didn't do that well in school snap Uh, yeah so all all I ever wanted to do ever was be in a band and that's all I was ever going to do I was talking to um, Donne outside and I was saying I've been in a band since I was 12 years old wow wow yeah this is the first time in 18 I'm gonna be 30 next month 18 years I'm not in a band that's crazy and I, my first show was I play uh, me and my friends rented a village hall. This is a, a side note, and we we were a Red Hot Chili Peppers cover band oh. called One Hot Tribute, <laughs> and we played the entire Slain Castle set from start to finish. We didn't know bands only played for half an hour. We played for an hour and a half, and all of our friends were there, like, oh my god, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what's going on? they <laughs> are oh, they going to finish now? Yeah. So since then <laughs> until this moment, I've been in a band. So so that's all I've known and all my family has known and stuff like that. So now it's kind of strange. Yeah. Anyway, back to the, the pandemic, <laughs> like we're just, you know, sat there, all this stuff is going on. I'm sat there like, what am I going to do now? Everybody was thinking, is there ever going to be a show again ever mm. in the world? Like, you know, it was when it was like at the height and no one, there was no vaccines or anything like that. And you know, your mind starts going and you start thinking, well. I've got to do something else, I guess. And uh, unfortunately, I lost my dad during the pandemic. Oh, he got coronavirus and oh. then in ten days he was gone. And oh, he shit. was in my life one week and then ten days later he wasn't there. And that made it all very real to me uh, because it was always just this thing that happened and then when it hits literally a a rock in my life my dad i spoke to him every single day my dad was the biggest blood Youth fan in the world and and um, it it just my life just changed overnight and uh i got to a place where it got to january february and i just started looking at life completely differently and i started realizing how short it was and what i've been doing and what i want to do and you know who's in my life right now and and um in february i just got to a place where i was like i have to step away from this because the last thing on my mind right now was touring and we were getting like these tour offers coming through and the plan for next year and the plan for the end of the year and i was just like well i i don't i'm not here right now for all this so i rang chris and uh you know told him and obviously he was upset as you will be and um we talked about a hiatus and then i was like nah because i was like it's not fair for anyone being on hiatus it's not fair for the band because then they're just waiting around for do me you, yeah. it's not fair on me because it's sooner or later people are gonna yeah. be like are you, are you ready yet the band would never do that to me but i don't want any sort of resentment because blood youth is you know blood youth is this great thing But on top of everything else, I cherish our friendship so much more. And I would rather have my friends than Blood Youth. And I know that's really like a big thing to say, but I would. And, uh,. I just didn't want to be the speed bump in this band's career and I didn't want to be I'm not doing this anymore. So you guys aren't doing this anymore. And also fans, this is done now. You're never going to another blood You show ever again. I just didn't. I know no one would see it like that way, but I didn't want want that. Um, so we just talked about like if, if we can find the right person, I think that we should make it this transition
4: to the next chapter yeah. of Blood Youth yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's you know yeah. that it from. must be a, a weird to see how quick life can change in that circumstance because especially with everything you just mentioned the fact that if you'd continued in a band you'd have to really get into a headspace you were a, a year ago or well, 18 months yeah. ago because you are revisiting the, that album those lyrics having to talk about it all the time go through those emotions exactly and if you're a completely different person it, it, must, it must be a hard thing so was that a good factor as well? Definitely Definitely. Like I, I looked at the album, and
0: I was just like, "Well." And it's so funny because I talked to my my girlfriend about it, and I said, the, she, "I wasn't with her when I recorded or wrote oh, wow. the lyrics for the album." Right. And I was like, <laughs> "The guy you know now is is just completely different from this guy that was recording the album. The guy recording that album there will sleep on any floor in Europe yeah. <laughs> just to play a show, yeah. <laughs> just to play a basement show to 15 people. Do you know what I mean?" but then the the switch goes and life happens and you just change and you have to go with the change and you can't fight it and and uh, I just you know what I had the conversation with myself and I said you know what just bury all this and go back on tour and you'll be fine and I feel what would have happened if I had done that because I I don't know where I would have been at at that point so I didn't want to argue with the guys that was the last thing I wanted to do so yeah, so I, I look at, listen to these songs now and listen to the lyrics and stuff like that. And it's just uh, I'm a different person and um, it's really strange. It's just, yeah, it's a, it's a weird, weird way to look back at it, especially when we're doing the videos. So <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, right. but one, you know, one thing I said to Chris was I don't I'm not just going to go right. I'm done. See you later. Good luck with the album. Good luck with the band what I said to Chris, what I said to our management and everyone else, I was just like, I'll do all the videos you want me to do. I'll do all the promos you want me to do. I'll do all the interviews, you know, everything. Yeah. Um, And then when it's time, I play that last show. This is all yours now sort of thing. and I think that was the healthiest way we could have done it. Yeah. And I'm really happy with how we've done
4: it. Well yeah, it's like kind of like a natural departure as well. You're yeah. not just spring it and one day you're gone and everyone's wondering what the fuck's happened. You're kind of like easing into it a bit more for the fans. Exactly. And and uh, I was like I, I
0: posted about it last week, I think mm, it was. Yeah. And I was so scared. Like and that's just your head going over it since February. I've been writing that post, just like deleting it, writing it again, <laughs> deleting it, writing it again, sending it to my mom. Like, what do you think of this? Like, just, just everything. And um, I, I've, I've, I was blown away just by the response and just by the messages and like people I went to school with were messaging me oh, really? and stuff like that. And, and because all people have known in school was I was this guy that never did homework. Yeah. The band guy yeah. Exactly, yeah. would get the bus after school to lie, I would lie about my age and play sh- shows in Leeds as a 15 year old in nightclubs, me and my band. And they would realize whilst we're playing. <laughs> and I remember someone came up to me on stage and was like, you're fucking 15 years old, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And we're just like, I ring my mum to come pick us up. <laughs>
4: then we have school in the morning. Like, like, how mid, was that set, like, mid set. What do you
3: want me to do? Yeah. Finish or not? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What, what was? Um, did you have any involvement in helping the band find a replacement? Yeah. Like
0: and and he's gonna be announced extremely soon okay Uh, and he's one of our our close friends i've sat with him i've talked to him about the songs he's messaged me asking for like you know what about this what warm-up do you do all this stuff it's very you know we're we're friends with him yeah yeah. and he's here today like you know so it's 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 the most the healthiest thing i've ever like done like in my life was just this sort of transition was just so easy for me and and of course there were moments where i was just like but these are my lyrics <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, you know. but it's not my lyrics it's blood use lyrics and yeah. you know I, we we write everything together and and everything like that and i like the idea of the first song being my name's fucking <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> and you just gotta go and go oh uh, what <laughs> 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 Uh, obviously, every thought under the sun goes, you know, goes through your head. And and I, I, you know, I won't lie. I've had moments since February where I've, I was just do, gonna do like a, a a Wolf of Wall Street. I ain't leaving, sort of thing. <laughs> like, you know. But you know, it, it, at the end of the day, it, it's the correct decision for me, yeah. and I think it's the healthiest decision for this band and, and the, this band's future. Like um, it's the next chapter. It's the passing of the
4: torch, sort of thing. You know? Yeah, well, that's that's a good analogy, passing of the torch. I guess it's it's unique to see that a band has gone through something like this and you're still involved that much and giving a blessing to someone else because it never happens happens. happens. and there's always seems to be some kind of animosity between ex-band members and like why did this person leave or get kicked out or whatever but it it literally seems like you're all on the same page and that like those bridges aren't burnt no and we did an interview for a magazine last week
0: both of us did the interview did a photo shoot together and i was like i turned to him i was like i've never seen this before yeah we're there in the photo shoot looking like a gothic two-piece about to drop our like <laughs> electro album or something <laughs> <laughs> I, was just like, I was like i've never seen this before i was like yeah i guess it's uh, it's a new thing maybe down yeah, in the past there was I'm to th-
3: yeah i'm trying to think of front menu of like Swapped or
0: I ha- I think someone mentioned to me that maybe like Arch Enemy did it or something. Right, Kill okay. that Kill
3: Switch maybe. Oh yeah, Kill uh, Switch. Yeah. But like I yeah. think I think they all they originally both the singers left on kind of yeah. bad terms. But, but now, but then, but now they're back thing. and they swap and they'll do shows together and stuff. Is that something you would ever think about doing? Jumping up and? Oh, I don't know. I I I know so, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, oh, it's too sweet. Oh yeah. Are right there, when are you coming <laughs> back? <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: Of course, when they play in Leeds, I'll, I'll, I'll hop up for a cheeky... Words, cheeky sure I know these words. i know the words to this. I recognise this song. <laughs> yeah. like, I'll pop up for a guest if they want me to. Like, yeah. you know, of course. Uh, I'm going melody. you I'm going to be at the shows, you know, just like at the back. Like, boo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: Instantly, yeah. Just turn into the big <laughs>
0: old man in the back. Going, I don't remember the old singer. was much better. I've got this great idea. Like, I might just, like, when they're on tour, I might just, like, secretly... Well, they're going to listen to this, but <laughs> secretly show up to a show and just be in the pit <laughs> and then uh, just be like no. <laughs> wow um, yeah
4: well yeah. there's self. a lot we want to kind of touch on in this episode sure. why, why we're having you here why everything's so raw and, and emotional but really what's this last week being like for you being able to put that post up you just said this being a, a long time coming doing drafts deleting it and mm. whatnot to then come into Slam Dunk and preparing for these shows is there any kind of different approach for you were you taking things in a little bit more honestly I've never slept so well in my life
1: after I posted
0: that status wow it's just been on my chest for so long and we're posting I felt so guilty because we're putting out videos and we're announcing tours and everyone's messaging me I can't wait to see you on this day I can't wait to see you on this day the last thing I wanted to do was mislead people but I don't want to hinder the band with the release and I'm just there like oh no and I thought people were going to be like you misled us and you've announced tours and stuff but you know I'm putting out that thing everyone knows what's happening like uh, my girlfriend bless her she's been in this with me from the beginning and and she's just you know I've been up at night at like 3am looking at the post Just being, she's like what are you doing she's like you're not going to post it now she's like sleep on it and stuff like that so um, it's been really nice and, and like we rehearsed like three days ago. The new singer was there. Like I did a song, he hopped up and did a song. Like it's, it's the, it's very, it's weirdly healthy. It's suspiciously <laughs>
4: healthy. Yeah. Such a clean, like separation yeah. what's yeah. going on. Yeah. But is there anyone like in particular or any messages that surprised you? Like maybe you heard from someone you weren't expecting since posting Yeah, loads out? of people I wasn't
0: expecting. Loads of people in the industry that I thought just didn't give a shit. You know, there's, there's people in the industry you just think they don't even know who this band is <laughs> and stuff. And people popping up to me and DMing me and stuff like that and I was like oh thank you Like I, I didn't even realize you know you would have even seen this like and yesterday people coming up to me and and talking about it and stuff like that and everyone's just been so great and like i was nervous coming to this festival because it's it's the elephant in the room really you know i'm in the guest area and people are coming up like oh, i'm just like yeah yeah no yeah but you know that's just natural being a human you know uh, and be it like the awkward british thing we do of like, yeah. you know so like, yeah, yeah. Um, the weather huh yeah, yeah. And, like, let's talk about the weather instead of thing yeah. we want but, to ask yeah, yeah. I, I was i wasn't nervous about playing the shows i was just nervous about being with all these bands again and and like uh but it's been great you know
4: i haven't had a single moment of like awkwardness or anything like that you know yeah was there anything in particular like coming off stage then or like during the last song where you're taking mental snapshots or anything like that yeah
0: i definitely am And, and you know i i was just i just gave chris a really big hug because obviously i love everybody in this band but Uh, Chris, me and Chris are from Harrogate and me and Chris played shows in Harrogate when we were teenagers to no one and like to two people. He his band was supporting my band and all this stuff. And first time me and Chris met, he sent me a, a hotmail.com email saying, like, oh, can, "Would it be cool if my band supported your band?" We played a bar to like six people, like and so we've been on this journey from the start. We've we've played arenas together. We have played Download and Leeds Fest and all the blah blah blah, doing all these milestones and. Had catering with Corey Taylor together and looking at each other like, (laughs) like, (laughs) like, just just shit like that, and and it it was a it was a real moment for both of us. Like, um, even when I was talking to his mum yesterday, I was just like, oh god, this is really intense. Like, you know, but uh, you know, we just gave each other a massive hug, and we're we're gonna hang out next week anyway. We're gonna be on Warzone in two days together, anyway. So (laughs) it's it's fine. You know, there's there's um, nice. Well yeah,
3: well, yeah. Keeping keeping with the nice memories and the mad memories theme, what other crazy memories have you got from over the years?
0: God, just just it's so funny because like she's gonna love this. My girlfriend, she's got, I'm mentioning her so much. <laughs> she was at the show yesterday, and obviously it was fucking sick, and like the crowd was going mental, and we came off stage, and she that was the first time she's ever seen us live and i was like oh we played some shit shows (laughs) like (laughs) like, and then like there's there's all those moments where we you're just playing to like the promoter oh yeah (laughs) you're just like oh god like you know there's all those moments and then there's moments where i don't want to be fucking dropping names but it's one of my last (laughs) this is no no
3: this is exactly what we want right because we like i've done this with every like we had simon neil from biffion and i was like tell me a moment where you couldn't believe what the fuck was happening. And he said, oh, we did the MTV Europe Awards and we were playing Crazy Train. And Ozzy sat in front of me while I'm playing Crazy Train. And he was like, I looked to my left and Slash is playing the <laughs> yeah. solo. And I was like, that's fucking brilliant. He's like, and you could see in him, he was yeah. just a kid. He was like, yeah, I
0: fucking want one, and, one of my wildest yeah. memories. And I will tell my future kids to say if I ever have kids, I'll never forget when we, we supported. Uh, we did a couple arena shows with Prophets of Rage. Obviously, it's wow. members of Rage Against the yeah, Machine yeah, yeah. and yeah. Cypress Hill and, and, and stuff like, yeah. exactly. And and um, I remember, I'll never forget. We came off. We rolled up in our like little van, and it was just us supporting them. We were the only support band. And I walk into the. We played the first show was Kentish Town. And I walked into the the main floor and just like the Rage Against the Machine members are just on stage and I'm just looking up at them like <laughs> and you know what I did I got my phone out because I forgot where I was and, and <laughs> yeah. I was playing the show and one of their like bodyguards flashed his light at me he's like no phones no phones and I was just like oh fuck I'm, it. Sorry, I'm sorry I'm sorry. and then like Tom Morell looks at me and I'm like ah. and then like, <laughs> I like sorry. Sorry. and I just ran to the back of the thing <laughs> and I just sat in our dressing room we played the show and then the next day we were playing in Germany and the arena was like a ten thousand cap arena. We go on stage, play the show. I come off stage, and Tom Morello's in the hallway of the arena, and he just looks at me and just goes, "That was a really good show, man." And I went I, in my head, I went, "Fuck off!" <laughs> 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 and I was just like, "Thanks, Tom Morello." <laughs> <laughs> Two names, like thanks, Fred. And, and I'll never forget with that show another moment of like what the fuck was when we were sound checking the members of Rage Against the Machine were throwing an American football around whilst watching and they kept like grabbing it holding it and then just like looking at the stage and just like nodding and I was just like oh fucking this hell is like, unbelievable. This, is, this is the most I've ne- I've been I've never been so nervous sound checking in my life yeah. Like, yeah so there's like obviously moments like that and one thing I love about this band is we're 100% fans first yeah we're like we will run up to like bands and ask for photos and stuff <laughs> uh, and like being in Download and seeing Ben Wyman from Dillinger like walk across and Chris goes to me like get a photo of me and I thought, like, I can't I can't speak to him like because I used to dive off the stage for Dillinger when I was 16 like and, and stuff like that and that's one thing I talked with Harry about in the interview we did together I was just like there's no ego in this band and that's the beauty I think of Blood Youth is that we are fans first and I think a lot of bands lose that very quickly and and you know I've had moments I'm not going to name names of being on tour and asking members of bands for photos and they've been like no oh. like that and it, oh. it's just you're just like oh what happened there yeah. like, to yeah. get to that moment but, like,
4: but that's, it's nice to see that you guys have had that kind of atmosphere yeah. like, and like attitude towards it all because that's what we tried to do on this is to like get people's stories from moments where they've met their idols and everything because at the end of the day we're all supposed to be music fans exactly. Exactly. Like, that's why, that's why, we, why we got into it exactly, exactly right. that's why you're but like I mean yeah when you think back and you think well Jesus Christ we've got approval from the guys from Rachel <laughs> Gets <laughs> Machine yeah. they've stopped playing football because they're like a bit of our yeah. song that's gotta be like an ultimate life moment for yeah. like the younger you especially Exactly, and I
0: had posters of all these guys on my walls, <laughs> and I did ring my mum after the show and tell her, like, "Mom, I've met Tom Morello." She was like, "Who's that?" Like, so, you know, you know the one um, with a blue guitar in you know, my exactly, band, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, "Oh yeah, he was on Guitar Hero," <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, and just all that shit. And and I'll never forget those moments. And and. Uh, it, it's it's being in these guest areas and, and I'll just like turn to Chris I'll like oh shit that's thingy from thingy and thingy thing thingy I've seen your band live loads oh, of God, times oh like, sorry after school me and my friends would get the bus <laughs> and go see your band <laughs> we are the children of the band. <laughs> <laughs> we were we were we were all grown up no, no we all grown up uh, that's all yeah, that's pretty awesome. you know, I wasn't expecting that at all. no but of course in, but, and like, yeah I saw
3: your band they were fucking the cockpit, terrible cockpit yeah, yeah, leads, yeah. you like, made me want to be in a band oh that's cool <laughs> yeah to be a better band and the shit that you were doing. <laughs> Be better. You
0: gotta do it. You yeah. got, I, one thing I'll always say to, to younger younger musicians and people that you know come up to you and like what do you got to do to be in a band man and do all this just just be fucking humble and just know where you come from and remember that at any moment you can still be playing to a promoter any moment yeah that can happen so never ever lose that you know
3: well yeah that's yeah well that's definitely something that we try to um, tell everybody really because genuinely all of the amazing like all of the massive bands I've been lucky enough to meet have always been absolutely lovely the ones who seem to be the biggest dickheads are the smaller bands on the way up yes 100% who haven't got a fucking clue of how anything works and it's just like oh well I'm fucking I'm headlining this today yeah Yeah, exactly Give it up two weeks And you Trust can me. A, a fucking you- dog In Cardiff Bar fight. Like I did before <laughs> Literally did a gig to a dog Yeah So yeah, yeah. Been there It's just be better Yeah just be nice Just be better Just like There's no need to be a fucking Absolutely no need to be a dick In this world No way Yeah
4: but like, I, I think people remember more You being a nice person 100%. Than looking cool Or being Oh well he was a uh, rock and roll star Dreaming exactly. It's just like People exactly. got more time
0: for it Exactly Because unfortunately Unless you're like Foo Fighters Metallica or something People will move on from your band yeah. Uh, and, yeah, exactly. And you know, there will always be bigger bands and people headlining above you and stuff like that. <laughs> so, uh, and and like one thing I, I definitely am proud about is that the album that's about to come out is my favorite Blood Youth album we've actually recorded. Um, and I'm, I'm I was when I was driving up here. Because I drove up here in my Nissan Micra, (laughs) because after this I'm going to drive back home because I don't need to be here anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I was listening to Tarantino on Joe Rogan. Okay. And in no way am I comparing myself to how big Tarantino is. <laughs> yeah. let's, yeah. let's just say that oh, well, I, yeah, I don't want to say a, uh, you guys are as bad as... Uh, Listen, as, I am the Tarantino of the music industry. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, uh, yeah, He's I meant, leaving this because I
3: think I'm going to be a genius <laughs> film director
0: all of a sudden. Uh, and, and Joe Rogan was saying to him, I'm a massive fan and I just want you to continue making movies forever. And, and Tarantino said like, I would rather go out on a on, on a huge movie I'm proud of than just be continuing to just release movies when I don't want to release them and I'm just doing it for the, you know, well I'm not going to say paycheck because we don't know what that is in this <laughs> scene, but you know, just for just for the hell of it and just yeah. pointing it out. And I was sat there and I was just like, I can just uh, warm to that so much. And I started thinking about this album and I was like, I think... I'm, that's why I'm proud of like my journey with Blood Youth and ending it on this chapter because I genuinely believe this is my best vocal performance on an album, my favorite lyrics we've ever done, like the riffs, everything. And uh, I hope people can kind of understand that as well, that I'm not just like ducking out or anything like that. Obviously, there's all the reasons why I am stepping away. But I'm so proud to be finishing on this album, and I'm so glad that it's actually getting released and stuff. Also, I am the Tarantino of the scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. But also, um,
3: follow that,
4: you fuckers. <laughs> yeah, literally. Let's see,
3: blood dudes, follow that. <laughs> yeah.
4: No, but it's, it's nice no. that you kind of you can go out with a gem that you're really exactly. proud of. You've got. And that it's background. it's
0: nice for the band now because they have a whole different person to work with now, and. It's exciting for them to be like, what's the next sound for Blood Youth? What's the next album gonna sound like? This guy that's coming in, his vocal range is fucking ridiculous. Like, it's mad. And it's just so heavy. So, I cannot wait to actually hear, as a fan now, the next Blood Youth album. I'm gonna be that guy tweeting them, like, we want new music. (laughs) (laughs) Come to Brazil. Come to Brazil! Brazil. Brazil. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking leave it up, Newcastle, Brazil. Yeah, man. And one thing that, like, I, d- I don't want to be creating my own questions. And, and I'm looking forward to, and this is me being deadly. Honest is falling back in love with heavy music again, because I, I have, I think that I've done it for so long and you put so much into this album and then it all comes out. And then I will, I have lost my love of touring. that has, that has unfortunately flickered out because I've done it for so long. Um, but I cannot wait to be sitting at home and be like I think I'm going to start writing again and I, I I want that light to start I think when that flame starts flickering you have to address it which is what I'm doing right now and that's why I want to step away and I want the bonfire to appear and be like oh my god I've got so much material now yeah. so I'm looking forward to the future because my sister texted me last night she was like I can't believe I've missed your last time on stage and I was like whoa I was like this is my last time with Blood Youth I was like there's no way this is my last time on stage i yet uh, yeah exactly <laughs> uh, uh, and yeah. so who knows it, you know I might play a show in 20 years okay. I might play a show in 6 months I don't know and I like that that's in the air yeah. and I'm not tied down to anything And I'm definitely done with touring. I'll I'll say that categorically (laughs) right now. But I, I I can't wait for the moment, if it ever happens, it might not ever happen, to be like, I think next month I'm gonna play a show in Leeds. And if I ever have any material, you know, it's 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 such a nice place to be. I think I'm trying to look at it as the most
4: positive way possible. You know. Oh no, for sure, but it's not. It's it's good that you like you're open to that. Like you're not trying to rush into anything. You can have this break now. See what happens. It might 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 never happen. happen. But do you do you think like it would be? something for you just to write therapeutically at home and then see like oh maybe this could be a solo project maybe this could be a band like just go with that in the future just see what happens
0: yeah I think that I will always write music because I think when you are doing this for so long and this is your passion and stuff like that you, you just never you never lose that passion for creating music you always want to write you always want to be have an outlet and stuff like that and and, and that's because it's healthy as well. You know, I might write and write songs again and never release them. I might write them just for me. Um, but if I'm ever sat there and I think, I think it would just be fun to release this. Now, I just want to have fun with music. I, and I, I don't want it to, I, don't, I just don't want to question
4: it anymore, sort of thing, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, or in six months time, you become one of these famous SoundCloud rappers. <laughs> <laughs> and you've exploded you never know. In-
3: Six months old face covered in tattoos.
4: <laughs> yeah. Looks completely different. Little
3: Kaya. Yeah? Oh. Oh, oh, little Kaya. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good. You man. know what?
0: Me and my roommate, who is actually the producer of Blood Youth, like everything we've ever recorded, we've recorded with him. So, me and him. This is such a. I'm going off on a tangent here. Me and him. This is before we had girlfriends. Remember. <laughs> <laughs> good start the story yeah. we would just get hammered and write trap songs and record it in his room wow and, and and what we would do is when we were getting the taxi to the city we would play it to the Uber driver <laughs> yeah would <yeah. laughs> be like it's we just record
4: this Roy <laughs> yeah. recorded this and we'd just play it and then the next morning we'd be like fucking <laughs> hell I like the idea of the Uber driver being like if I give you a good review will you give me yeah. five stars <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'd, yeah like, we'd be like mate you got Orcs.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome though that's awesome yeah yeah so yeah. you never know there
0: might even be trap songs floating about that uh you never know <laughs> hey yeah hey, you never know
4: <laughs>
0: we'll see it might never happen it, you know it might happen six months time ten years time who knows you know but i like that that's just in the air and i haven't completely you know uh and one thing that. One thing that I always think is it's my dad would want me to do it. You know, he would want me to he wouldn't want me to just stop being creative and stop, you know, doing this and doing this. And and uh, I, I would we would record a Blood Youth song. I would immediately send it to him and be like, what do you think of this? And and like, he would be giving me his honest opinion and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Needs more trap yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that stuff. You know? <laughs> <laughs> what was going on here? You know, and uh, I, I remember the last song we played was Cells uh, today. Yeah. And that's one of my favorite Blood you songs we've ever recorded. And after we re- recorded that song in the studio, I rang my dad, and I was just like, "Oh, wait till you hear this chorus! Oh, like, I love yeah. it, and, and stuff like that." So he was—I was always bouncing off him with music. And he, I, the first ever show I went to, my dad took me to see Deep Purple when I was like seven. I sat on his shoulders, and I was like, "Oh, what's this? <laughs> like, what's going on here?" And, and it's—I've—it's it's always been there. Do you know what I mean? So, uh, I think naturally that light was always going to flicker after what happened so like I said to you at the start of what I was just saying that I I need to fall back in love with it you know yeah Yeah, but I think yeah I think that's where like our stories
3: kind of match really because like they got a point well, I, I guess my band left me. It was the other
0: way <laughs> around. It, band. Yeah. 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 I did the opposite of you.
3: Yeah. All my band went. I don't want to be in a band with that kind anymore. And I went, no, but I still want to be in a band. And they went, well, we're not a band. And um, but it, I had got to the point where I was jaded by touring, and it, you know, I was like, just seeing it as a job, even though it didn't pay, as a job. And yeah, it got to the point where I was a bit jaded by it. But then, it took me like a year two years I guess after that and then I got inspired again I was like I have to be in a band again Yeah. I have to do something I have to be around bands I have to go to gigs and here we are now And
0: uh, exactly and I'm looking forward to that you know and I uh, it might not be a band it might be something completely other thing that's creative or, or what like that and like like I've been saying i I cannot wait for that moment when that happens because I know myself and I know it will happen like I do know that i I just cannot like bottle everything up I'll always write songs so we'll see what happens I like leaving it uh, you know open, yeah. open ended yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Well, well,
4: well speaking you've um, mentioned the new album quite a few times and two things I've really noticed is you've always you said it's probably your favourite record you've done with Blood Youth but you're a completely different person now yeah. so when you look at it I mean what stands out for you in terms of what makes it the best and what separates you from the person you were to the person you, you are you should be a fucking journalist yeah, yep. you'd think I'd have a I degree
0: agree. Fucking. oh I do shit <laughs> you <Yeah. I> do <laughs> <laughs> um, the thing is, when we first started Blood Youth, obviously, when you're a new band, you are like, what? What should we sound like? Like, what? What bands do we like? And what? What this? And I'll, 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 I'll admit that you know there were times where we would be like, right? We know if we put this here, it's going to be a pit. People that like circle pits will like this pit. People that like you know this band will definitely like this song. You know, I think that's every band does that. And. and um it's taken so long, and I don't think it's even happened yet, for us to really get to a point where we've been like, let's just write songs that we want to hear, like not what anyone else wants to hear, or what's gonna get us popular, cause you know, whatever, like, um, and so like, the first album was definitely a continuation of the EPs, and then the second album, like, we just changed completely. Obviously, we got heavier. Every fucker under the sun compared us to Slipknot, <laughs> which is not a, an insult to me yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah. You sound like Slipknot. I'm like, fucking sick. One yeah, like, of yeah. the greatest <laughs> metal bands of all time. Yeah. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, and that's that. what I realized very quickly is that it's always going to happen with this band. Yeah. Uh, even when I'm here listening to a song, I'm like, I don't hear Slipknot on this at all, but whatever. Um, and then with, you know, with Starve, we truly found the the style that we wanted to do, which is very like new metal influence, very heavy, very like jumpy, everything like this. Um, and then we got to a stage with this album where we were just like, let's just keep getting heavier. Let's keep, let's put blasts in it. Let's just, you know, all this stuff. And I just love that, that we're just now we were, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know what way to phrase it, but when we were writing the yeah. album, we were just at they a stage. Are. They are? They are? We I are? Don't know. We, we are? are we did. were I don't know we have we have uh, yeah and we just got to a point where we're just like let's not be afraid let's do like more electronic stuff more you know um, there's that film called walk hard I don't know if you've mm, seen it he, he goes through his experimental effects, he's yeah. like 50,000 dudes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the wrong kid yeah. died <laughs> yeah. I love that film um,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah obviously and, and we just we just I listen to it now and I'm just like, yeah, like if I was, you know, I I would be a fan of this myself. I am a fan of it, so it just makes me smile. I love listening to it, so... And the songs we released, the rea-
4: reaction's been amazing. So I can't wait for you know to hear the rest of the album. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm sure it's going to be a, a wonderful experience for you. But um, we won't keep you too so much longer because <laughs> I know right. today's uh, quite emotional with everything. Um, but you've mentioned falling out of love with touring, yeah. and early on you you said obviously you've been a band who have played massive arenas with some of your favorite bands supporting. You've also played fucking weird venues in the back at Andes, at the side of Poland, and slept yeah. on the floor oh, yeah. and, and whatnot. So just what what made you fall out of love with it? Is it just like the graft and all that, but also what's of like the weirdest experiences and places you've had to stay? Oh Lord. Because yeah. I, I don't think people realize that sometimes there's no other option than sleeping in a oh, van. Jesus or, Christ. Or oh man, like, we, the, I think that
0: it was one of those moments where, because, you know what, the being at home for so long during lockdown, and just kind of putting everything to the back of your mind and everything that happened and everything like that there was just no desire for me to go back on tour and I think that being in a band is one of the fucking hardest things you could ever do emotionally just like physically like everything like financially (laughs) it's so difficult and I have so much respect for all these bands here because they have all done that graft you know Uh, and and I, I just I just think that if the desire isn't there you shouldn't do something and that's something i've been saying since this day one of this band i've I've always talked about mental health and i've always said that you should just be honest and just do what's right with you and stuff like that and when i started questioning it myself i was just like well then you just shouldn't do it like and and i remember telling my family and and everyone like that and they're like what like what do you mean like but this is what you do like and i was like i know but it just doesn't feel right anymore it's not fair on these guys for someone to be in the band that thinks like that that's so not fair on anyone it's not fair on the fans of the band and i, I don't want to ever be on stage somewhere and think i just want to be at home now like but to move on to the 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 tough side of touring like it, it you know I, I remember waking up one morning we were sleeping on a kitchen floor um and there was a dog shit on my pillow oh <laughs> 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 the luxury And I remember I got oh, up, I grabbed my dog duvet sleeping on the kitchen tiles with a duvet over me, I got up, grabbed the duvet, went, fuck this, and went and stood outside. Oh, that was our like first ever tour. Really? Oh, Yo, wow. god yeah. Good start. Overnight driving thing is <laughs> you carried on the tour like <laughs> yeah. If Exactly. Yeah, if that was my first I got nah fuck this thing is I, I was I was a young man and it was so early on and uh, I just remember thinking that oh well this won't happen again <laughs> like nah obviously slept on floors all over the world not all over the world but all over Europe and stuff like that and had some great memories and like you you walk into a hotel and you're like oh like uh, you know I got 22 pounds in my account but ah, uh, this hotel's sick like <laughs> <laughs> And then, of course, like we've done drives, or we've slept in the van, and I've been sleeping under the seats, and like we've all just like slept over, and then you just get out, and you're like, fucking you know, like, uh, uh, and dripping on, being dripped on by the condes- condensation oh, of everybody's breath. From all those like slept in bands like lockups, with uh, all their gear everywhere, and like just have like a drum case or a pillow and all this stuff. And this is what I mean about it being the fucking hardest thing you could do, because you've got to get up from having a dog shit on your pillow and then go play a show to ten people. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I mean, and then you still want to do it. But those moments when you're on stage like it was today and you're seeing a whole tent of people singing words back to you, you're just like, this is why we do this. And and like seeing, you know, having you know, catering with Cory Taylor, and you're just like, <laughs> "How did we get here?" Like, and you know, just those moments make everything worth it, and, and, and it's just you, you're coming back home just on a high, and you're just like, "Whoa, uh, that show was fucking incredible!" Your first sold-out hometown show, and you're just like, "Fuck, like that was amazing!" First show that sold-out London show, you're just like, "Oh, we're in the big city now!" Yeah, like, I remember that. Yeah, it's those moments where you just they overthrow any dog shit like, and I think back to those memories and I'll tell my kids about those memories and, and, and I'll tell the dog shit story as well <laughs> but I, I can't wait but if I ever have kids, for them to go, I want to be in a band because I remember my dad's reaction when I said that to him, and he was just like, "Yeah, do it." And until his last day, he was still saying it. So wow. you know, yeah. And if you're listening to this, start a fucking band and go on <laughs> tour yes. because you'll make so many lifelong memories and lifelong friends. Yeah, you know.
4: Yeah, you have experiences that not a lot of people will ever have. Exactly. Just to leave you with one last question now. Sure. Obviously, um, you know this is being. <laughs> Uh, a, a strange day for you i'm sure you know, you've ended blood youth now but you you don't know what's going to happen in the future but what what's what's next for you just in day to day life now what's your plan you know for, the, for I'm, the immediate future
0: you know what i'm craving right now i'm craving just some normality just some stability and just just to just not have It was never a burden it's never been a burden in my life it's actually been one of the greatest things i will ever do in my life is being blood youth no matter what happens in my life you know this will always be the my favorite chapter of my life and i i I just now need to step away and like i said to you just have that urge for music again and just sort of yeah just just be normal, normal and because there's nothing wrong with that and and it's great and just work and come home have dinner and just do it all again and and stuff like that that's all i want right now like uh you know touring timetables and catering and, and stuff like this is just not what i need in my life right now and and uh like I said to you and if you're listening to this if something doesn't feel right there's nothing wrong with stepping away and there's nothing wrong with reevaluating things and and if people don't understand that then they shouldn't be in your life and I'm so lucky to have people in my life that totally understand that and have never argued it and have just always been every step of the way with me you know yeah
4: yeah amazing well thank you so much for taking the time oh, for thank this you. man it's thank been beautiful
3: thank you for the music
4: yeah thank you for the good times yeah sure. and, and um,
3: I'm
0: singing <laughs> 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 I sing <was> singing <laughs> I won't oh, singing, oh, I oh, singing. Oh. Yeah, but yeah no yeah, thank no, you very cheers, much man, um, thank you for listening and uh, thank you for having a platform where people can speak about this because I don't think there's enough platforms to oh, do that thank you, so, no,
3: thank you
4: very no, much I'll pleasure thank you. thank you dude and hopefully we'll see you soon yes Yes.
3: Yes. Fantastic. Thank you very much to Kaya and to Blood Youth and to the Blood Youth team for letting us have that wonderful conversation. Yeah, after everything he's been through, Mm. you can understand um, why he wants to step away from music for a bit. Yeah. yeah, hopefully that won't be forever and hopefully we'll get to you more from Kaya soon.
4: Yeah, it's just nice to see that you know, he's been doing this for so long. He mentions, you know, since a kid he started the Red Hot Chili Peppers <laughs> tribute band. So Yeah, we let him off for that. We let him <laughs> off for that. I didn't yeah, I didn't wanna
3: Hey. I, I didn't I, want to go too hard. He was telling us some really deep <laughs> things, and when he said that I was like, Oh, I wanna cut his head off but then um, oh come on
4: the chilies aren't that bad they're not that bad Uh, right ah. that's an argument for a different date but you know you can see why he wants a little bit of normality and everything now after doing this for so long so i wish him and his family and everything all the best of luck going forward hopefully he's uh he can find himself in this good place and then who knows what the future holds for him in the world of music but um Just a couple of things I need to let you all know about Blood Youth going forward as well is that since this wonderful conversation, they have announced their new vocalist in Harry Rule, great name who you might who you might remember from God Complex. Uh, they're currently on tour in the UK right now the week this is being released for the month of September 21 so go and check out all the dates of that we've also announced a UK and European co-headline tour for 2022 with Kane Hill and their new album featuring Kaya will be dropping very very soon more details dates and everything to be announced so the website their social media all that is the best place to keep an eye and I'm sure we'll have a conversation Conversation with the rest of the blood youth guys um following this in the future sometime it'd be interesting to get their take on things as well
3: yes it would yes it would that is a fucking hell of a european co headline like my blood youth and k Nil. oh that is fucking riffs and metal brah
4: riffs and fucking metal a- and the uk tour they're currently on as we speak uh death blooms are supporting them death
3: blooms well, funnily enough, on one of the days off on that tour, D- uh, Death Blooms are playing in a town called Bristol, Bristol in England. Yeah, I don't know if you've heard of it. Um, very liberal town, I quite like it actually. And yeah, they're playing at a, a show on September the twenty first. Death Blooms are headlining hmm. at the Exchange in that town called Bristol, mm-hmm. and are supported by a band called Raiders.
4: Raiders? Are you on about Raiders Band UK on all the social media platforms?
3: That's the exact band I'm on about, Morgan. They're one of my favourite new bands. About new bands, I mean a band that's been going for five years, but I haven't done much because it was a fucking pandemic and everybody else in the band's got jobs as well. Who's so.
4: the um who's the vocalist for that band, Sean?
3: Oh, I think it was that fat fella used to be in um Oh, one of the big Welsh bands. Uh what were they called? Uh Hund No no Hund No, they they they're Fucking Um what band was he in? kids it, no i can't remember he's uh, one, of them, one of one of the fucking stupid welsh lads that was right okay semi semi popular about <laughs> 2009 um, but yeah go and check out raider's bands so about in that uh, death blooms because i quite like the band the music's so all right um I bet they're even wilder live. I bet they're better live because the front man enjoys playing live more than he enjoys recording.
4: <laughs> Do you know what? We've got. I just imagine someone's listens to this. I have no idea what the fuck the joke is that you are in the band. So I'm sorry to ruin it. Yeah. You what? You when did I? I oh, did you not realize? We, is there a thing in the email saying I've you've been joined the joint? What? Yeah. I will join the band. I'll join any fucking band. You better band get practicing me. then for this show in Bristol. Um. Ah, hey, go job done. <laughs> nice. There we are. Twenty <laughs> first of September. Twenty
3: first of September, I think. Um, it's a Tuesday uh, in Bristol. So go this check that out. This Tuesday now. This Tuesday, yeah. Tuesday, come in now. If that's if you're listening to this, the day this comes out on a Friday, this comes out on a Friday. Yes, go and see that show.
4: It should be very, very good. It will. It will be indeed. Um, but while we're on about some personal stuff, both you and I have had a very busy week. Uh, behind the scenes yep. and stuff. Not only have we sneakily been recording some more in-flesh podcasts with people. Oh, oh how, dude what? bastard. Mental. Um, but you went up to the London to do I went to a, London to uh, try and make it. To uh, well, I, I imagine this is technically your first kind of comedy appearance thing, in a way. Yes,
3: yes. Well, basically what's happened is... Um, a while ago, a friend of mine called Vix, Vix Layton Victoria Layton. she asked me to go on her podcast, which is called the Comedy Arcade Podcast. And uh so I did that via Zoom. I did two of them and they were both very, very funny. One of them is featuring um Mark, I believe his name is, from A1, Ooh. which 90s kids will remember the center part in Lothario's A1. Um, so yeah, I did that podcast, and then she asked me to go and do one live in the flesh for London Podcast fest, sponsored by a who are our uh podcast provider, but you wouldn't know <laughs> and um uh, so yeah, I got offered to go up and be on a panel with four actual comedians and myself, and yeah, so it was my first actual live comedy event, and I absolutely loved being there, I loved getting to meet the other comedians it reminded me of like doing gigs for the first time oh wow like i was i was excited i was just chuffed to be around people who were actual comedians um and yeah it it, it was awesome and yeah a bunch of people came from um who are supporters of the podcast yeah. so and and of Raiders. so um yeah it was absolutely wonderful to see everybody who came thank you so much for watching uh for coming along I had a good time and yeah, it's just got really, it's like the moment when you're playing a gig and you look and you see someone from a band you like watching your band and you're like, Jesus Christ, this is mad. Hmm. But there was a moment where I looked across at the panel and I was telling a story and they all looked like they were laughing. (laughs) And I was like, ah, I may belong here. Um, So yeah, that was super interesting. And then Vix has asked me to do more stuff and potentially do Live stand up in the flesh. Oh, Here we go. Before.
4: Here we go. Well done. Well, yeah. congrats yeah. on that. I'm looking forward to you actually doing a stand up set eventually. I'm sure you'll uh, you're not. Thank you. Dead. What um
3: what did you get up
4: to? Well, on the same day in a different dimension. Sorry, dimension. You headlined Wembley Arena <laughs> doing comedy. You <laughs> no. better fucking not have. <laughs> no, you went to London. I went to the South Wales big. Sorry, is it a big city? It's not a big city, <laughs> is it? What is I don't know it? What you're trying to say, <laughs> I went, went to Bridgend in South Wales, basically. Oh, and yes. I, and I hung out a little bit. with it's not w- a big city. With, <laughs> while she sleeps, lads. Um, shout out to our good friend, James Hill, um, who invited me down. I went for food with him and Sean and Matt from the band as well. We found Ooh, we nice. found an Italian restaurant in Bridgend and it was a good laugh. What? Yeah, I didn't even know that thing. I didn't know those two and two things existed, but here we are.
3: I didn't think anyone in Brigent likes foreigners, so I don't even know why they would, uh, why they would have an Italian restaurant. But that's awesome. Yeah. I fun one. Was it good? What yeah, do you have? I had. I wait, let me guess you know what that was. Uh, oh, here we go.
4: Spaghetti bolognese. No, James had the bolognese. I had the carbonara. Right. Um, oh, well, you've, you've and defeated then, the point of the game. Matt Ma, 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 Ma Welsh. All right, I bet you had a carbonara. <laughs> yeah, I did. How'd you know? Did you? Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, cut the bit out, right, where you <laughs> said no. the carbonara, and just that back. <laughs> um, I but bet you had a carbonara. I did, I did, I did. Yeah, Psychic. obvious, man, obvious, plain taste. Uh, Matt Wett yeah, actually did
4: like half the menu, though, fair play to him. He, uh, he Good. Right, rightly wanted a, a little feast. Uh, no, it was great. It was a great show, and um, they smashed it. It was nice to see them play like a venue like that. Yeah, I saw videos from the event, and it looked fucking
3: nuts. I'd imagine it was fucking extremely boiling hot. It was. And it was sweat dripping from the roof, I'd imagine. Ah, uh,
4: but luckily, when you're a um, very important person like me, uh, whilst... I've you- heard
3: about this. I've heard about this, Mog. One of my band, I pra- I rehearsed last night <laughs> with Waders, right? That band <laughs> we were talking about earlier. Yeah. And one of them said, oh, I said, oh, did you see Morgan on the gig? He was like, yeah, barely, though. He was too busy hanging out in his... Um, in his posh place where he could be with the bands. Apparently, I was like, wait, was he up the back by James Hill? Was he? Yeah. And he was like, yep. Yeah, they had their own the little fan next to too, us as
4: well, so we were nice too and cool. Big, too big for the general <laughs>
3: public. Oh, guys, he does a podcast, and guess what? Now he's too big for the gen pub. That's what he calls you. He calls you normies to me. Civilians, he calls you. Losers. Scum, he calls you to me. I don't. I call you lovely humans that's mm. what I call it when I talk about our, our our audience and he said fans and Morgan Richards took over <laughs> there
4: well you know I was trying not to it, mingle with I love the, how the
3: uh, tables I love how the tables are turning in this podcast <laughs> and it's now become that you're the one with the ego <laughs> yeah and I'm uh, just like ah, oh, fuck this shit nobody cares well, about me or my band it's been almost three years but. so
4: I think it, it's interesting but no it was it was a very nice time so thanks to Sleep so let me hang out uh, I had a wonderful chat with Aaron um before the gig as well, which was which is a good laugh. And just nice to see the team and that band doing amazing things because they are awesome. Um saw, uh, saw Moose from Kill the Lights and Formula For by Valentine as well. Uh, there. Oh nice. Um, How was he? Very good. He he gave us some uh, some some feedback. He said he loved the episode <laughs> we did with David <laughs> Lombardo. And the, i um, love the idea right <laughs> i love the
3: idea of moose being at a gig of course he's fucking sleeveless in a t-shirt right and he's maybe wearing three-quarter length shorts right this is how i see him in my brain right and he just comes up to you and he's like oh i
4: am og all of a sudden notepad out
3: oh i just want to give you a couple of notes on some things i noticed but yeah what did he have to say no
4: he said you really liked our episode with dave lombardo and he's um suggested some contacts for us for some guests that might be of interest to us in the future. So, you know, maybe. Like, some... oh, tell me now. Tell uh, me now on this. No, because it's just going to be a surprise. Why? Because well ruins it. Yeah, we don't know. We never
3: know if we're going to get anybody. Look, we can name all the biggest bands in the world Metallica, <laughs> um, Guns N' Roses. <laughs> um We want to get Post Malone. We want to get all these people on. But whether we do is something else. Who did he give you? A, I want to know. Look. Let's excite the listeners with a potential... Ooh.
4: <laughs> no, I'll tell you later, but if they want to uh, give oh. us some suggestions, they can head over to our social media pages at oh, SaplingPod on Twitter and Instagram. Ah, <laughs> oh, you massive one. Wa- That's at
3: S-A-W-P-E-N-I-N-P-O-D. That's at S-A-W-P-E-N-I-N-P-O-D. I forgot then at the end. The oh... End. Um, but yes. We've we've gone excellent. We've
4: gone on way too long, but a quick shout out to our wonderful Patreon community who wouldn't be who Oh wait, just be- just before ooh, that though. Ooh, 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 um this is episode 147, yes.
3: right? And for anybody who's listening who might get this reference, for episode 147, I really wanted to get uh Ronnie the Rocket O'Sullivan or Mark Williams the snooker players because um the highest break you can get in snooker is a 147, and I thought having Ronnie O'Sullivan on to talk about rock and roll snooker and um, former addictions and the fact he's a mad bastard who can play with both hands. I thought that would be a good idea. So maybe in the future, I'm not against having anyone from any walk of life that's fucking cool. So um, fingers crossed we can get Ronnie O'Sullivan on. I can't believe (laughs) I'm asking for (laughs) Ronnie O'Sullivan on the podcast. Oh, can we get Tom Jones so? <laughs> he's playing with stereophonics. Oh, uh,
4: that's not unusual. Um so No, uh, look, we've made before. <laughs> no, that before, fuck up. it's, it's the, easiest the Tom Jones joke. It's yes, the but easiest. answer the question. Do you think we can get Tom Jones on the
3: podcast at that stereophonics gig? Can we do a Tufa? Let's get Kelly and Tom on at the same time. I can't I can't gonna be, I can't see why when impossible. he's on the
4: green green grass at home so Oh, fucking hate my life. Anyway, <laughs> thank you very much to our Patreons, anyone who's
3: currently a member, been a member. Um, if you're thinking of becoming a member, do us a favour. Fucking hurry up and do it. Check out patreon.com forward slash There's loads of treats and um, other things that we've posted from photos to vi- videos, um, other podcasts we've recorded, snippets of behind the scenes stuff. And you get to become part of our amazing, amazing wonderfully supportive, wonderfully supportive community who are um as amazing to each other as they are to us. And by God, by oh God, they're amazing to us. So, yes, patreon.com forward slash If this is your first time listening to this, sorry, but also check out all the other episodes because I'm fucking beauties and I bet there's some there you will enjoy. Fact. That's a fact. Do... If you're your first time listening to this, you go listen to another episode, you don't enjoy it. Number one, you're fucking wrong. Number two, you're a liar. Number three, <laughs> fuck you, fuck you, <laughs> you're wrong.
4: I agree. I agree with all three of those sentiments. But yes, if you head over to the description of this episode, you'll see loads of names in there from our Patreon that we need to thank. But as always, Sean is going to give um, a hoose shout out to the elite members of our Patreon podcast community. Those are the top tiers. And these who, the, these, who are these who are, these who are, these who are them. These who are. These who are
2: them. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello,
3: <laughs> oh, nice! These are them. Um, you thank much very to Wheeler Kylie. Uh, no, very, uh, thank you very much to Kylie Wheeler. Mayumi Liway, Mikey Engler, Janelle Caston, Mitch Perry, Kelly Young, Kelly Ewin, Dilly Grimwood, Liam Connolly, Scooby Drew Styles, Paul Irshfield Nathan Croshaw, Emma Barber, Sammy G, Tony Michael, Cat Bess, and Captain Hannibal, Jenny Robinson, Muddy Grimwood, Mike Oxmall Ah, done it again. Johnny Phillips, Amy Campion, Karen Robson, Chris Howard, Craig Govan, Kevin Clark, Louis Cook, Martina McManus, Danny Eaton, Carl Pendlebury, James McNaught, Craig lived the dream seeing Faf live again, Aris. Didn't we fucking both, Craig? Thank you very much. Jenny Munster, Lucy Deards, Emily Perry, Kelly Cannon, Stuart McNaught, Livy Cropper, John and Emma, Jason Oredia. Jackie, Andy, Lydia Henderson, Adam King of the Goths, Parslow, Ollie, another year older, but clearly not wiser because I still love the blackout Amesbury. Don't we all, Ollie? Don't we all? Happy birthday for today when we're recording this. Doesn't matter. Josh, my wife threatened to leave me if I didn't stop making Star Wars puns. I guess divorce is strong with this one. Aww. Chris, that's a joke my brother did online the other day. Is it? My brother does a joke on his Instagram every Wednesday yes. called Shit Joke Wednesday. Yes. And, uh, that was one of them. So, Josh, that's awful. And now you're my brother. Thank you very much, Alice Wood, Rhys Bowring, Ben Evans, Amy Chilvers, Kat Stevenson, Connor Lewins, Daniel Stevenson, and last but no means least, the fantastic Kiran Allen.
4: Yes, thank you so much to every single person who helps make this thing happen each and every week. It we would not be possible without you. We say it a lot, but we damn right fucking mean it. So thank you for all your support, you wonderful, wonderful humans. That's patreon.com forward slash sapling if you'd like to get involved. And sign up to the tier that gets your name at the end of that. Change it to something funny. Sean's going to read that out. So, I, I don't really care. <laughs> um, yeah. But anyway. Yes. I am
3: very much I am very much like Will Farrell, Ron Burgundy, and Anchorman. I will read anything you put there. I don't see why more people in bands, right, or their own businesses don't sign up to a Patreon
4: just to get mentioned. Yeah. You think? It just makes sense. You think so. So, patreon.com forward slash But anyway, yeah, this bands, is being. Bands, it. be better. Think
3: better. How can you advertise better? Be on the end of the podcast just makes sense fucking all get together fucking chip in and fucking hell you can afford it man you can afford it get in
2: <laughs> I
3: can't get over it do you know what? I might even sponsor the. I might even sign up the Patreon myself <laughs> so I remember to fucking mention Raiders yeah because yeah. sometimes
4: I completely forget I know that's why I, at least I'm here though to, to remind you of these things that is but, true um, it's been a wonderful episode again thank you so much to Kaya and Bloodview for this yes, very emotional very trustworthy, and I'm um, excited to see everything going forward for both the band and him personally in the future now. We'll be back next week and every Friday with a special guest in the form of a podcast, and until then, stay safe and party hard.
3: Yes, be excellent to each other, party on, dudes, and... um
4: Sabin! Sabin! <laughs>
3: You're listening to Sapin Podcast with Sean Smith and Morgan Richards. Thank you very much for downloading this podcast or streaming it, or I don't, I don't know what else to do with podcasts. Um, Thank you very much.